Well, guys, we are live once again. This time I'm coming from the great and not so great state of Alabama. But uh, once again, we're here on your device, here for you to hear some our bullshit perspective on MMA. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm tired, man. It's been a long, long three days of the week. Ain't gonna lie there. 92-minute drive to the, to over here from Orlando. Oof. Yeah. Hey, uh, I mean, from, from the text feed, it sounds like Jimmy had him a few beers today. How you feeling, bro? I'm good, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like we said last week, there's going to be a lot of changes with it. Uh took a job where I have to travel a lot, so we're going to be testing different types of technologies, kind of figuring out what sounds best for me to be able to do it. Uh, uh, remotely from wherever I'm at in the country at the time. But uh, the same thing, like we said last week, you know, nothing's going to change. We're still going to bring it to you, at least from our, uh, I guess they can call it a armchair quarterback type of view as far as when it comes to our perspective on UFC and uh, mixed martial arts and com- combat sports and, and whole, um, the same thing. So, I mean, we might as well just go ahead and dive right into it and not not fuck around too much, guys. What do y'all think? Let's roll. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. You know, first first off, I mean, I'm sure everybody's seen in the news, and I'm sure you've seen it on Twitter and all your social media. Nick Diaz is back, as we mentioned last week. We didn't really get into too much detail with it. Um, he's looking. He's told Dana he wanted a fight. Dana White said he will give him a fight. And, uh, I mean, by all means, I'm thinking it's going to be later this year that he's going to get that fight. And um, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of people chomping at the bit wanting to fight Nick Diaz. But they say the front runner right now is Jorge Masvidal. I'm buying the pay-per-view. It's yeah, it's 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 that's gonna be about pay per view numbers for sure. It's gonna be it's gonna be because it's, time you put a Diaz on a card, it's a fucking mega fight. I mean, no matter which Diaz, especially with Nick, Nick Diaz's return, especially with all the the history behind it, with him being suspended because of marijuana and all that stuff, and with Usada and and all that bullshit when he should have never been suspended in the first place because. There's people running around doing worse shit that wasn't getting caught and fighting still, and they suspend Nick Diaz to kind of make a, an example out of him. I mean, and, and now he's he's able to come back, and anytime you put a Diaz brother, if it's Nick or Nate, it's a big-time fight, big pay-per-view numbers, and what, it, what a better way to save face and catch the last bit of the Jorge Masvidal hype train than – uh, to go ahead and just, you know, throw him in there with Nick Diaz and try to revive that fire because a lot of people said that loss to Kamara Usman kind of put that fire out a little bit and kind of took the hype off the back of Jorge. So, I mean, I think it'd be a great matchup. They both are going to meet in the middle. They're both going to bang. They're both showmen. They've both been there and done that. I mean, and from my perspective, I mean, I really couldn't – I really don't know a better – I couldn't pick a better opponent for Nick Diaz's comeback 
than Jorge Masvidal. Masvidal is going to show him the respect that he deserves as being that guy that's kind of been through the trenches, and he's going to also bring his A game. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't – I'm sorry, Omar. Was you going to say something? Okay. Well, I'm a Masvidal guy and I'm a Diaz guy. So, um, Masvidal kind of shit the bed on the on the Usman thing. I mean, he let me down. He broke my heart. You know what I'm saying? He kind of, you know, I, I've always been a fucking Masvidal guy, even when he was he was running the streets with fucking, you know, with Kimbo. Um, Kimbo made made Masvidal, but and I've always been a, a Nick and a Nate guy. I, I followed Nick since he was he was in fucking UFC when you know back in the day. So this is pretty much if. You know, Nick comes back. He's got to fight Masvidal. This has got to be for the. You know, I don't know. I don't know if this belt's even fucking legitimate or not. But this has got to be for that BMF title, and it's got to be. And if it's not, they need to take that BMF title and just throw it in the fucking garbage and just you know just do away with it. That was a one-time thing. And if if the if this not for the BMF thing, they just need to do away with that championship and and quit even talking about it. And like I said, like you said, this has got to be the fight to make. There's nobody else to put Nick in there that's going to sell like Masvidal. I mean, like you said, there's the there's the Nate. He beat Nate controversially in my eyes. This fight should have never been stopped. Um, Nick, Nick, I mean, you know, prematurely got suspended for something that he should have never been suspended for. And you know, you got to catch my. I think Masvidal's on his way out. In my eyes, there's really this is it. And I mean, if he goes in there and beats Nick, then maybe the hype train carries on. But if he goes in there and loses, then it's over. He he walks off into the sunset. And this is the only fight there is to make in my eyes for either one of the guys. I mean, who's Nick gonna fight? There's nobody else for him to fight, unless you, unless you throw him in there against fucking Usman, and that that's, and my there's no way that can happen right now because Nick has been not fighting forever since twenty since twenty fifteen. So, yeah, you can't do that, and if they do that, that's gonna be like you know, you just take the rankings and ball them up and throw them away. So this oh. is the only fight to make in my eyes. But we've seen Dana White sometimes take those rankings and throw them away to get the, the, the money fight, right? UFC's a business. So the Masvidal fight makes the most sense for the business. In, in reality, it's the only fight to make just because of the fact you got a Diaz brother coming back. The last time he fought was when he fought Anderson Silva, and both him and Silva were suspended. Remember, Silva tested positive as well after that fight. And then that's when that's when Nick started the, the suspension for the marijuana. So you you got right now with Usman dominating the divi- his division, and there's no one else really for Usman to fight. This this is the fight to make to bring this division back to oh there might be some star studded person in there because this might be another way of of Masvidal getting back into that top rankings. Or this might be that time frame where we see Nick Diaz be like, holy, holy shit, he's been out of the out of the fighting world for over six years. 
He just came back, knocks out Masvidal. And, I'm, and again, it, it could go down to the ground because Diaz is a hell of a grappler as well. I mean, it can go either way, let's say. But let's see truly knocks, knocks Masvidal out. You don't think we're going to see an Usman-Nick Diaz fight shortly thereafter? If that well, happens, there's got to be that fight. It's got to. It's got to happen. So that's 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 where I see. I mean, yeah, you, you have Dana White has to make that fight. It's not for the BMF title. I think that's a one once one title one one title fight for that crap and let it be. Uh, and then that's it. But this this will be the fight that they make. That's a a non title fight a non, or a non title bout that's going to bring in title fight money. Because well, there's going to be so many people buying it. They need to take that title and tell Mazabal, this title is gone. Don't bring it to a press conference. Don't bring it to a fucking, you know, to a media scrum. That title's history. Just get rid of it. Put it on your mantle and let it be gone. I mean, it, it, yeah, because look, look, in all reality, Kamara Usman right now is the, is uh, the baddest mother. motherfucker in the game. Absolutely. I mean, he, he, he beat the BMF champ twice. And, you know, Masvidal shouldn't be carrying around that belt. Um, in all reality, that belt should just, yeah, like you said, it needs to be shelved, put away. And if it's, and if we are fighting for the BMF belt, then we're talking about a Nick Diaz fight, Kamara Usman for for the title. Yep. For both the titles. If, we, if you really want to see the BMF, if you want to find out who the baddest motherfucker in the game is, go ahead, go ahead and just set it up. Nick Diaz versus Kamara Usman. Look, and, and I personally think Kamara beats the shit out of him. I agree because Nick Diaz has been he ring rust is a real thing. As much as we, I mean, a lot of people say it's not, it definitely is. And I feel like as much as Nick Diaz was at that level at one point, I don't. I feel like he's. I feel like you know age catches up with everybody, and he's definitely up in his years as far as fighting age. And it. It's probably that wouldn't be a smart fight, but another one that came out and was talking shit and said he wanted the fight was 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 uh, how do you say it? Uh, Kamazat Chimaev, uh, yeah, the undefeated uh, fighter too. Yeah, whoever that fucking turd burglar is. But that's who da- that's who Dana out. wants. That's who Dana wants him to fight. Well, Nick already said straight up that you can take that and. He can show that up his ass. He ain't did enough to deserve a mega fight with me. He goes, he goes, I'm a mega fight. That dude doesn't deserve it. He hasn't done anything. I agree. But he did not shut down the Jorge Masvidal. And, and I agree with him, too. The dude hasn't done anything. You beat scrubs, bro. Yeah, you beat a lot of scrubs, but you also caught COVID and said you retired. You know what I'm saying? He tried to play like, the Connor thing. Need, and you know, he, he, Yeah, you need to pump the brakes, dude. You're not Connor. You're not Khabib. You're not Kamara Usman. You're not Anderson, the fighter of Silva. You're not John Jones. You don't make them calls. You see what I'm saying? He earned that so fight. It's like, he earned a DS fight. Right. No fucking way. He did. No way. Yeah. yeah, he definitely has not earned earned that fight. He's not at that level yet. But it's, it's going to be interesting to see how all this plays out with Nick Diaz's return. You know, shit. Why not, Nick? Nick, why don't you just get down to what was Leon Edwards in the fight? Not 155 or 170. Uh, I think they're fighting one seven. There was one seventy, I believe it was. Fuck it, Nick. Get down to one seventy. Step in from your before your brother and fight fucking uh, Leon Edwards, and let's save this co-main event at UFC two sixty two. That, that fight. They push that fight back to next month. 
I know, but let's just get crazy. You know what I mean? Let's just get fucking real out of our mind here. So I, and let's go that route. In my eyes, Leon don't deserve that fight either. Very true. So I got a question. So I was today, I was eating lunch, and I was listening to uh, some guys talk about uh, the MMA. They're talking about Dominic Reyes and, and his recent fights. So they brought up a point about in some places, some other fighting areas, they'll bring up uh, fighters to get you, kind of get your confidence, build your confidence back up. So for for Nick Diaz, do you maybe give him a sloppy fighter in there just to get him since his first fight in six years? Or do you put him straight to... Nick don't want no scrubs, dude. I, I get yeah. you. I get you. He, he don't want. I understand that completely. But what I'm saying is, like you said, Ring Russ is a motherfucker, right? So do you? I don't agree with it. I, I think you know you fight who you're gonna fight, and I tell you, you choose the fights. If you don't want to fight them, you say no. But Man, Nick will fight a motherfucker in the parking lot. Him and his brother uh, both, yeah. Nick and Nate. They don't. They'll fight them bitches over here next to the to the damn laundry mat over here. They don't care. That's the way they are. They're fighters. They're yeah, real is, fighters. Yes, they're real fighters. This is the thing with the Diaz, with especially with Nick Diaz and and the Diaz's in general. This is how Dana wants this to play out, and this is just me thinking, or really just kind of playing it out in my head. But I really think this is how Dana wants it to play out. He knows it's a mega money fight with Nick Diaz coming back because he's a super fan favorite. You know, it's a cult following with the Diaz brothers. He could give him an easy fight and 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 build him up or whatever, or or he can put him in there with a killer, with a guy who's is the same type of fighter, gets in there and bangs it out. Put him up in there against Jorge. Jorge's coming off a loss. Nick Diaz is coming back. It's a win-win situation for the UFC and Dana White. If Jorge goes in there and starches uh, Nick and wins, boom, his 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 playability in the game and his playability in the UFC and in the MMA world elevates. He's got a little hype behind him. Now you can start making some other fights and be able to sell pay-per-views with him. If Nick Diaz comes in there and starches Jorge and sleeps him, boom, he explodes. Now you can play that. Now you can, now you got enough hype behind him. You can make that super fight with him and Kamara Usman or, or maybe he wants to cut down to 155 and he wants to fight Connor. And you now you have these 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 super fights available for Nick Diaz, and you have this the this ability to be able to pump up Jorge, you know. So it's kind of a win win for the UFC them fighting each other. Now, if Nick loses, Dana also doesn't have to deal with the Diaz, with Nick Diaz anymore. He lost. He's past his prime. He can go through that thing. He needs to retire. You know what I mean? And kind of wash him off. Well, and it's going to be the same thing with uh, Nate. If Nate loses another fight, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be like, nah, he needs to retire. He's going to wash him off. Because as much as Dana doesn't, I mean, won't say it, the Diaz's don't give a fuck about Dana. And I know they've been a thorn in his side because they just, they're going to have it their way or the highway, you know, basically their whole career. But well, because of their cold following, Dana can't. Dana can't say fuck you to him right now. But if they continue to lose fights, then he can. You know what I'm saying? Well, Nick's not going to cut to 155. He's too big. He, he He's too big. There's no way he can do that. I don't Maybe care Connor what anybody says. It, if he fights Conor McGregor, he's going to break everybody's Conor McGregor fucking loving hearts. He's going to take him down and beat the shit out of him. He's not going to stand with him. Nick's smarter than that. 
Nick Nick can't cut to 155. There's no way. And I think you're absolutely correct about this. I think Dana's had enough of the Diaz brothers. I think he wants Nick to go fight Mazadal and lose. That's my opinion. I think he wants Nate to go fight Leon Edwards and get and lose so they can go away. I think I think you're absolutely correct about that, but guess what? Hey Dana, it's not gonna fucking happen. Nick's going to beat fucking Masvidal. I'm a Masvidal guy. Nick's going to beat him. And Nate's going to fucking stop this whole Leon Edwards fucking hype train that I'm so tired of hearing about. Nate's going to whoop his ass too. And then the monkey wrench is thrown into that fucking division and they don't have to hear about Leon Edwards. He can go back. Maybe he'll fucking sign with Bellator. He'll go away. Or maybe he'll get hurt before he fights fucking Nate. Again, I'm so tired of Leon Edwards. The motherfucker, I mean, yeah, he looked good in the first couple of rounds against that fucking, I don't remember his name, but, I mean, you you don't deserve a Nate Diaz fight, period. Motherfucker, you ain't fought in, what, three or four years now because you keep getting hurt. He didn't deserve the fight that they signed him to fight Nate, in my eyes. But Nate's like, you know what? I'll fight you. And all of a sudden, now Nate got Nate got hurt. Everybody's talking shit about Nate. I mean, I'm a Diaz. I'm a Diaz brothers guy, and they're gonna fuck. They're gonna fuck up. Uh, uh, they're gonna fuck the whole division up when they beat when, when Nick beats fucking when when Nick wins his fight and Nate wins their fight. They're gonna they're not gonna know what to do now. Dana's gonna be fucking lost. I mean, but like I said, I think it's a win-win for the UFC. It's a win-win for the UFC, and it's definitely a win-win for Dana. I mean, either he gets rid of the Diaz's or he gets them; they explode, and their their playability in the in the you know in the UFC goes to a whole nother level. So I don't know. It's, it's a lot. It's going to be interesting watching it play out. There's got to be a be Nate and Connor three. Got to be a Nate Connor three in my eyes. It's got to happen. So another thing, let me ask y'all about this. Moving on to other fighters in the UFC, what do y'all think about? I mean, y'all have any insight? Because I really haven't had a chance to read into it or anything. Maybe y'all know, but uh, TJ Dillashaw. Oh, it's all it says. TJ Dillashaw's injured, delaying his return. Uh, he's now. It was. It had been set for May eighth against Corey Sanhagen, and that fight's been pulled. TJ Dillashaw's out. He needs more time um, to cut the steroids out of the system. Didn't he cut his yeah. like right above his eye or something like that during, during training? Wasn't that the reason they? Uh, you know what? Didn't he they cut his, his eye? eye. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they all get cut above their eyes. Come on, man. Nate I got mean, Nate got cut of... getting out of bed yesterday. What I heard. Yeah, he I he needed more time to cut the fucking steroids out of his system. That's exactly what well, happened. Yeah, I think so, too. So what about this UFC 262 is coming up? We just covered, you know, the fight. The fight between, uh, there was the co-main between Nate Diaz and Leon Edwards is pushed back. So now moving up into the co-main event, we got Tony Ferguson is going to be fighting Vanell Darush. I think Tony Ferguson is really stepping into another hard, hard fight. Darush is not 
I mean, he's not going to sit there and play them games with uh, Tony Ferguson. I think Tony Ferguson, I think his best year is a past him. You know, I don't think he's the boogeyman anymore. I think he's – I think – He's Anthony Ferguson There's been now. so many of these past couple times. They've, I mean, with Oliveira and all of them, they really showed how you can beat him. And, you know, it's, I think it's a very, very shaky fight for Ferguson. It, it's. I think it's it's the bad fight for him to take right now. Um, you know, Darius is, I think, a much better fighter overall. Uh, and we saw what happened, you know, to Ferguson when he fought Gaethje. Uh, I, like you said, his, his best years are behind him. Uh, I think he truly wanted the the fight with uh, Khabib. And, you know, when, when the COVID and everything happened, I think, they brought Gaethje in there. I, I think we saw the best of what Ferguson was several fights back. And unfortunately, I think this will be his swan song out, out of the UFC. And I think once this once this fight, he loses this fight, we should see him maybe, nah, I wouldn't say drop from the UFC, but maybe retiring from the UFC after this fight. Bellator. Well, yeah, if he loses this fight, that's three straight losses, right? So he had Gaethje, Oliveira, and then Darius should be loses this fight. So this is kind of a must win for Tony Ferguson. It's 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 do or die really, I feel like for his career at this point, that he has to make some type of move. So I mean, there's a lot riding on this for Tony. A lot. I mean he can go to Bellator, but I'm talking about everybody who leaves UFC is washed out of UFC or gets re- or retires or gets fired. Go to Bellator. Bellator opens you up with all with arms. You know, I mean, it's is it a better product than the UFC? They have some pretty decent fighters, but I think Ferguson's career is pretty much over. He's going to lose this fight. Oh yeah, and you can even if, if if you look at Tony now, you can tell even his body has changed. Even if you look at it, even his body has changed. I don't know. You know, what I'm saying his body. His body structure, his you know it. It's not the same Tony Ferguson that everybody knows. And no, I, I think yeah, like you said, I think his better years are gone. Um, Gaethje exposed him, and I, you know he's starting to show. I mean, he's starting to show the the wet, the wars that he was in. His body's starting to to start. You know, start showing them wars. His his chin's not there anymore. In my eyes, it's not. You know, it, all you got to do is it, it, he's not. He can't take a punch anymore. Well, he never really could from in his career, in, in my opinion. And the angles that he used, to, you know, he used to dance around. He, you know, he show you angles. I, he's not moving like the old Tony Ferguson. Sadly, he's. In fight years, he's an old man playing a young man's game. Exactly. And it, it's, style, he can't fight that way. It, that style is what he was doing before, kind of throwing his face out there, throwing – I mean, he's not the quick speed he used to be where he can throw his face out there, throw his hands down, and catch you on, on, on you know, catch you on, on a jab or, or catch and take you down. He's he's not that no more. And after what seeing the, his last two fights, how they he was handled between both those fights – Darius has the blueprint to beat him. I mean, it's just, like I said, it, this will be his swan song out the, out the door out of the UFC, and 
like Jimmy said, maybe we'll see him in Bellator, but even in Bellator, what, may I give him maybe one, two fights in Bellator before he's done with that, too? I don't even know if he'll go to Bellator. You might see him in the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Ooh. Something like that. I don't even think that. Be, I would love that. But, I mean, like you guys said, I think, you know, Tony Ferguson's kind of, this is going to be his swan song. Hopefully, he doesn't get his ass whooped too bad. But, you know I mean? All the best to him. I mean, I hope he has a great performance. I, I, I like him. He's kind of fucking weird in his press conference and yeah, stuff. Coming in with a baseball and half glove or whatever the fuck this shit is. But, you know, it's the boogeyman. It's his name. So, hopefully, everything goes best for him and he pulls this one off. Um, then moving on to the main event of UFC 262, we got Charler, Charles Oliveira fighting Michael Chandler for the vacated 155 belt. Michael Chandler just now coming off of a coming off of a probably probably a very spectacular not what any of us expected very spectacular debut against Hangman Hooker uh, with the KO in the first round. Charles Oliveira coming off of coming off of a big win against Tony Ferguson. Definitely out of these two fighters, Charles Oliveira deserves this title shot more than anybody. He's put his time in in the division. Michael Chandler, you know. Uh, multiple time um, Greco Roman wrestler, um, champion. Uh, he, you know, multiple time All American. Then right behind that, Bellator world champ. Now he comes to the UFC to put his skills to the test. Looked amazing in his debut. And now he goes up against Charles Oliveira. I don't know if this game, this fight's going to be on the ground. Charles Oliveira is a, you know, got a, a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And kind of enjoys a little bit of fighting off the ground. Michael Chandler, hell of a wrestler, knows great body positions. And as we've seen against Hangman Hooker, can drop you with one shot and put the lights out. So it's going to be a very interesting fight. But I don't know where the fight's going to be. If it's going to be on the ground or they just going to stand in the middle and bang. But, I mean, I'll get y'all's take on it. But it's going to be pretty fucking good. Well, I... I think Chandler's going to utilize his, trying to utilize his wrestling. Um, you know, they're 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 about the same height. You know, their reach is Oliver's got a longer reach overall, so you might see a little bit of more some more dirty boxing out of Chandler. Um, I do expect this fight eventually go to the ground. I think that's the strength of both of those uh, fighters. Um, I think the first round they're going to see them try to stand up, try to go up against the cage. Uh, but he eventually uh, it's going to go to the ground. Uh, ground and pound is going to happen, I believe, in my opinion. Um, you know, I, I know it's a little early, but I'm going to take Oliveira on this one. Well, in my eyes, I think uh, Oliveira is – he may deserve the title shot because of the wins. He's had, you know, multiple wins in a row. But I think, I think Chandler is, is, is hungry. He's ready to show everybody that he belongs. He belongs in the UFC. I think he's tired of hearing the whole Bellator is, you know, a, a notch below the UFC thing. I think he knocks Oliveira out in round two. I think Oliveira, Oliveira comes in thinking that he, he's going to be able to stand with Chandler. And I think Chandler's going to run through Oliveira, and he's going to he's going to make everybody realize that Oliveira is not what everybody thinks he is. 
He's Oliver has always been a second tier guy, and you, you you may disagree with me on that, but in my eyes, Oliver has always been that guy that's everybody's like, well, you know, such and such, and then Oliver, Oliver, you know, he, he he's won this this and this, but you know, then there's these these couple guys in front of him. That's the way I think, and Chandler, Chandler is coming in. He wants to. He wants everybody to recognize. Hey, you know what? Yeah, I was in Bellator, but I belong here. And he's always said, "There's, you know, I'm the guy to beat Khabib." And in my eyes, he's gonna knock Oliveira out, and then he's gonna talk shit to Khabib. And if there's anybody that can get Khabib to come back, it's Michael Chandler. No, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying he's going to be able to get him to come back. I'm just saying if there's any fighter in that division that can talk Khabib into getting back in that cage, it's Michael Chandler. And he's going to knock Oliveira out spectacularly in the second round. And he's going to get it after the, he's going to get on there with Joe Rogan and he's going to talk shit. And the, he's going to try to get Khabib to come back. That's what's going to happen. I, 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 I don't doubt it a bit that I feel like he's going to beat Oliveira. I feel like he is going to try to call uh, Khabib out. I don't think it works. I feel like Khabib is a man of his word that he's not going to come back. But with that being said, if he does run through Oliveira, what's the next fight for Michael Chandler? We got Poirier McGregor already set for July at UFC, UFC 264. You know, that, that fight's already set in stone. So you got Poirier versus McGregor. Poirier gave up, basically gave up his shot of the title to go get the money fight against McGregor and the rubber match. Does that set up a Michael Chandler versus Justin Gaethje fight for uh, the 155 title later in the year? I mean, I feel like Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler would be one of the – it could possibly be one of the greatest fights we've ever seen Hope, I mean, just from their styles, they really could get right there at that, you know, just their styles. Wrestling, they like to bang, they like to punch. It could definitely, it could possibly get up there with that Rory McDonald, Robbie Lawler type fight. Just bloody, just bringing it. I'm not saying it's going to be that because I still think that Roy McDonald versus Robbie Lawler or that Mark Hunt versus Bigfoot Silva, that's the top two fights ever in UFC history. You know what I'm saying? As far as fights, but I'm just saying, like, it's, it could be that type of fight. I, um, I think Gaethje has to fight somebody before he gets a Chandler. In my eyes, no. Gaethje just no. Wait a minute, Gaethje just lost to Khabib. Why? Why shouldn't he go have to go fight somebody else before he gets another title <laughs> shot? Why shouldn't everybody he? lost to Khabib? Exactly. Well, uh, exactly. Well, I'm just saying, if if Chandler runs through Oliveira, if Chandler runs through Oliveira. And knocks him out. Gaethje has to get J. In my eyes, Gaethje has to win one fight before he gets that shot. I, I, in my eyes, if Chandler runs through Oliveira and Connor beats Poirier, that's the fight you got to make. Look, you got to put Chandler and Connor in a fight. This is got to happen. This is where I think that that division is going to go. Winner out of Oliveira Chandler is going to be the versus winner out of. Poirier Connor for the exactly. belt. That's what then I think. the winner of that's yeah, gonna get. Then the winner of that's gonna get Gaethje. Gaethje's got to fight before then. 
uh, he will, but I'm telling you, the winner of the winner of that of those two that fight for the belt, the winner of that belt is gonna get Gaethje next. That's because of the fact that what a- if 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 uh, if Khabib was still fighting, Ga- Gaethje would have had a rematch. And you're gonna you're gonna give him that why, rematch. Why, why would he get a rematch? He got dominated. Why would he get a rematch? Remember, it may not be the it may not be the fight we want to see. But Connor didn't get a rematch. Well, we we understand why though. But he got dominated in the same fashion Connor did. Why why should he get a rematch? I think he would have got a rematch if why? not all that shit would have happened after the fight. Nobody got an immediate hey, rematch versus Khabib. Nobody. And to be honest with you, Connor's the only one that ever went around against Khabib. So, I mean, I mean, so it's fucking the best fight. The best fight Khabib got was against Dustin Poirier. Like it or not, Dustin Poirier almost choked him out, dude. Is the deepest chokehold. I mean, dude, he had that thing wrenched in so tight. And it's like, oh, I cannot believe he got out of that. Well, and Alquinta, Alquinta took him to a decision, but. On short notice. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he came in because Tony Ferguson tore his knee up, tripping over cords. Remember in the in the pre-fight press conference? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he came in like on 10 days notice or some shit and, and fucking was there, brought it with, against Khabib. I mean, there's so many. That's the, that's the good thing. I mean, it's, that's the most exciting part about everything that's going on with the UFC right now. Uh, it's just really... It's it's anybody's game to be honest with you. Like it could go anywhere. So it's I mean, it takes it's one punch away from all these other fights kind of falling into place. Yep. I mean, it's a very exciting time to be uh, be a UFC fan and to follow these fighters. And I mean, and it it takes it, it's fun to come on here and you know do a podcast about it and to talk about it because. Dude, the conversations are endless when it comes to it. You know what I'm saying? No, but I, 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 just, I, I would like to see. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. A Chandler versus Gaethje. I think that could be a a Bonner Griffin style fight. I want John Jones and Bonner. That ain't gonna happen. But it's gotta, dude. Let me tell you something. It's gotta happen. It's got to, but we're not gonna see it. Every human being, every what? every human being on the face of this fucking planet, except Dana White. Wants that fight. Nagano versus uh, John Jones. John Jones. It's, dude. Oh, that fight's got to happen. It's got to, but we know it's not. Well, what's going to happen if Nagano goes in there and gets knocked out by Derek Lewis? Lewis. (laughs) But my balls is hot. Hold on. See what I'm saying? Nagano's fighting. So Lewis is fixing to fight Nagano for the title again? That's more likely. That's what Dana White said. That fight's got to happen. Because of the fact that I think the the issue going on right now is uh, Jones wants wants more money than Dana wants to give him. John John Jones don't deserve $30 to show. But he deserves at least 10 to 15. Oh, I agree with you there. I think think Dana, he's just asking – you know, with Jones's his track work record, you know, you, you can't ask for that style of money right now. You don't deserve Connor money. Don't, yeah. don't now, get me wrong. Now, you go in there, you, I, I'm good with 10, 15 million for the fight plus pay-per-view and all that stuff. I'm good with that. I'm, I'm, I have no issue there. Now, you go knock Nagano out, then we talk about 30. I don't think he knocks him out I, anyway. No, I, I agree with you, but if you do that, then we talk about $30 million dollars. Plus for your next fight. I think he submits him third, fourth round. 
I don't know if he can get him down. Dude, Nagano, I mean, if he don't, if Nagano don't knock John out in the first or the second round, then oh. it becomes a very interesting fight. Well, if it go in five, it's gonna go to to Jones, in my opinion. What do you think? Clay? By the end of second, Nagano's tired, and John beats him. And and John's smart well, enough to stay away from Nagano to make that happen. Another fight that's been kind of rumored is Jan Blachowicz said that he would come. He's interested in coming up and fighting Francis for the heavyweight title. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did say that. You know how hey. much bigger Nagano is than fucking Blachowicz. But how yeah, he's but bigger than everybody. Said- if, yeah, we said that though. We said that about you know DC too about how much bigger Stipe was against DC. I mean height wise and all that. And DC dropped him, and and likewise Stipe ended up dropping DC. So I mean, I mean I'd like to see it. It's not going to be that mega fight you would get with Francis versus John Jones, but it's going to still be it's still going to be fun a fun fight to watch. I think it'll be two, just two guys slugging it out because those both of those fighters won't go five rounds. No. So you're gonna you're no. gonna see a knockout within the by the set end of the second round, at least a stoppage, one or the other. So it'd be another it'd be another uh, you know. Well, honestly, if DC was to come back right now and fight Nagano, he beat he beats Nagano right now. No doubt. If DC was to come back and fight Nagano, he beats him. He takes him down and he beats him. Well, well, that this I'm just reading this too. Jan Blachowicz versus Glover Teixeira is booked for um, UFC 266 for the UFC light heavyweight championship. Well, that's good because uh, Glover Glover deserves that shot, bro. He does. Glover's been around a long time. He's taking his, you know, he's taking his lumps. He deserves that fight. Win or lose, Glover deserves that fight. I think he'll lose, but he now, deserves. That, that's it. not always. That's not a given, bro. Because Glover, Glover's a fighter, and Glo- Glover brings it. I'm not saying that because I'm a Chuck guy and he trains with Chuck. But anyway, Glover's <laughs> a fighter, so we all know how he picks his winners. Uh, I like John Hackleman. Okay, and that that's that's Glover's. Yeah, you know, that's that's Glover's guy. But Glover's a fighter. Glover's gonna bring it, and you know John Blackwood's better be—he better be ready, because Glover's gonna be ready. And if 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 John thinks he's gonna out wrestle Glover, he's got another thing coming because Glover can wrestle with him. It's it's not gonna be you know you know Israel Adesanya fight. This that's not that's not gonna be that fight. He's in for a fucking fight. Yeah, I think that's a troublesome fight for uh, Jan. I think that's a fighter. Glover is one of them guys that a lot of people, uh, I mean, you can easily overlook, you know what I'm saying? Just by thinking like, oh, you know, he's an older fighter. He's been here for a while. But then you can get caught in some real shitty situations. Glover puts you on your back and ground and pound with the best of them. And then submit you. So it's going to be... It's going to be a definitely uh, a fight that Jan better take very, very seriously, like you guys said, and he better be ready to bring it because if not, we will have a and new UFC light heavyweight champion. 
Yeah. You better be careful sure. with Glover. That's for sure. Huh? I said he better be careful with Glover. That's for sure. Glover's oh, yeah, coming yeah, to yeah, fight. Yeah. For sure. So, with that being said, a lot of people are saying that uh, Jake Paul, you know, is coming out of UFC. Let's get into some boxing here for a second. Jake Paul, we're going to keep talking about him because, dude, he's in the media. They're talking about him. They're saying Tyron Woodley is likely to be the next fight uh, as far as mixed martial artists to fight him. Um, Tyron's really pushing for it. He's been released from his UFC contract, or he's, his contract's up. So he's no longer locked to the UFC. He can take that fight. And I think that's a, I think that's a dangerous fight for Jake, for sure, because Tyron has one shot knockout power. Um, we've seen it. We've seen him sleep people. We've seen him take people off their feet. So, I mean, what are your guys' perspective on this? I mean, kudos, like, like hey, like Dana and them said uh, after the UFC uh, 261 um, at the post-fight press conference. Look, kudos to that fucking guy. You know, he's definitely selling, selling himself. He's making money. And that's what we all want to do is make money. So, he's there making it, you know, and I think that, I mean, I kind of like Tyron Woodley fighting uh, Jake Paul, to be honest, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but that's what, I, I mean, I like it. Well, in my eyes, you know, <laughs> why does Jake Paul keep fucking around with these retired, and I say in capital fucking letters, retired at the end of their career MMA guys? Tyron Woodley is done. He has no business even fighting at all. Okay, go call out, go call out a fucking, you know, a seasoned guy that's in the, you know, in the prime of his fucking career. Quit calling out these fucking retired fighters that has no business fighting anybody. Even his fucking brother called out Floyd Mayweather. This motherfucker, he needs to be in the old folks home. This bitch does not need to be fighting anybody. And I'm a Floyd Mayweather guy. Floyd needs to stick to promoting fights and leave the Paul sisters alone. Jake needs to go call out a legitimate fighter and quit bullshitting. Tyron Woodley is at the end of his career. He has no business fighting. Now, if he goes in that fucking ring and he gets knocked out by Jake Paul, he will not be able to show his fight on any, uh, show his face on anything that has to do with combat sports for the rest of his fucking life. I don't care if you've been a champion or whatever. If you get beat by Jake Paul, you better move to fucking Wisconsin and buy a farm and fucking milk cows for the rest of your life. There, He has no business fighting Jake Paul whatsoever. Breaking news just hours ago, just hours ago, Jake Paul uh, called out. Y'all are going to laugh at this. Just give me a minute. Let me finish the story before y'all step in. Jake Paul called out Kamara Usman, said he would come to the UFC and fight Kamara Usman. Kamara Usman fired back, said, Jake, you're right. I can change your life, but in the worst way. He goes, I will hurt you. This is not play fighting, boy. 
So, dude, <laughs> the balls on this kid is real. You know what I'm saying? That it's real. That he even would even one call out, call out, or even talk shit to her. And I think he does it because he knows Dana's not going to allow him to go fight. But fuck, Dana, just pull the trigger, man. Let Kamara go down since they do You know what I'm saying? He's not going to do that. That's his world champion. That's his world champ. What if Usman goes in there and, and gets hurt and can never fight again? He's not no, going to do that. He said he wants to come. He said he'll come do it. Jake said he will fight an MMA fight against Kamar Usman and beat his ass. You don't let him do that fight? No. I, I'm at a loss of words right now. No. I mean, I just. Uh, do, you, do you remember? Do you remember Robbie Lawler told Conor McGregor he would take his fucking soul? You remember when? Do you remember when that happened? Usman would take Jake Paul's unborn fucking children's soul if he was to come to the UFC and fight him. This is all, dude. This is all I, I fucking. Oh, we, every, everybody would pay for it because so many people can't stand Jake Paul. <laughs> But I, w- I wouldn't pay for it. <laughs> oh, you'd pay for it. No, when I'd come to your house and watch it. I'd come to your house and watch it. Look, Jake Paul really wants to be considered a fighter. Have him call out a real boxer. Call out over the hill Mike Tyson. Tough guy. Call out Canelo Alvarez. He don't want Canelo smoke, bro. I I, I, I'm, I agree with you, but call him out. Why? Why? As you said... Why why go after retired people at the end of their prime? They're all when, retired. When, Every one of them. Yeah, they 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 all everybody packs her has a puncher's has a puncher's chance. But boxing and MMA, if you're not a true boxer, if that's not your repertoire, that's a different sport. So you're calling out a bunch of wrestlers. And Woodley is a fucking wrestler. wrestler. So of course, go call Go call out a boxer that's sitting in his prime. I got an sit idea. There. I got an call idea. Call Canelo. I got I'm, an idea since I'm a Chuck guy. Well, I'll take a Chuck Liddell. Fight Chuck Liddell. <laughs> but in the octagon. Right now. In the octagon. Did you say Chuck Liddell? In the octagon. Fight Chuck Liddell. Dude, Chuck Liddell, no. No. We just watched that fucking travesty against him and Tito Ortiz. Bro, these are dude, not bro. three ounce gloves, dude. They got fucking pillows on their hands, man. <laughs> Okay, dude, it's like fucking. I was like watching the two old guys and from dude, fucking Family Guy. He just knocked out Ben Askren with the sloppiest fucking right hand that I've ever seen in my life in a fucking combat sport fight. And that shit was set up any fucking. You damn right it was. Damn right it was. Hey, I like Colby Covington came out and said something about Jake Paul talking shit to Kamara Usman and trying to come to the UFC. Colby Covington told Jake Paul. He says, hey, you're nothing but a snake, Paul. You're a bum. How about you go back to Disney and work on uh, some new episodes at a Mickey Mouse Club? <laughs> I agree. Agree. 100%. I agree. Like, bitch, get out of here with that. Usman like, needs to fight Kobe. Like I said, he, 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 that's the fight. Well, that's well, – hold on. Kamara just said he wanted to fight somebody else. Who was it that he said Come he on, man. Come on, man. He said he want to fight Michael Chiesa. Oh, yeah. Michael Chiesa in like four weeks or something like that. Come on, bro. Just quit being a pump. I understand you beat Kobe, but quit avoiding that fight and fight him again. Yes, I agree. Michael, nobody wants to see that. Who the 
the fuck wants to see you fight Michael Chiesa? Nobody does, bro. He needs a cake fight, man. He needs to take a break. But you always talking about you a fighting champion? He didn't say he's fighting all the tough guys. He said he's a fighting champion. Come on, <laughs> come on, man. Kiesa don't need Kiesa don't, don't deserve that fight. Hey, a lot of a lot of a lot of fun stuff coming up in the UFC. Um, a lot of stuff in combat sports keep everything entertained. The, the news feeds never stop with uh, mixed martial arts. And, uh, I mean, we had a lot of exciting shit coming up, but, um, you know, you guys got anything else y'all want to throw in there or, or what? I'm good, man. It's a good hour. I like it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of info, a lot of, it's our first, first episode with me remotely away. We'll see tomorrow what it sounds like. Hopefully it sounds decent. Well, it sounds pretty good over here. Yeah. And we'll try something, we'll try something different for sure. But, um, yeah, follow us on our Facebook at Beard Boys Official. Um, follow us on our Instagram at Beard underscore Boys Official. Go get a, hit us up on our TikTok at, at Beard underscore Boys Official. And hit us up on our Twitter at Beard Boys. I want to send nothing but love out to the MCN Network. Uh, all the love out to our, uh, to our producers and to his family. Uh, nothing but love to my boys here. Omar, Jimmy, man, I couldn't do this without you guys. And I totally appreciate it, man. All right, man. Love you, brother. You stay safe out there. Love you too, man. Miss you. Wish you were here, but love you. Stay safe, man. All right. All right, Jen. Cue that music. Let's close this thing out. Yes, sir. Have a good night. (laughs) You have a good night. Hey, guys. Y'all have a blessed one. Hey, to everybody out there, we love you. See you. Peace out. Peace. See you.